Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for June 14th, a Tuesday, 2022. Stand up for your country and do not panic. Look, we're in a down cycle in America. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Most Americans are getting hurt financially. You got to be smart. Again, I'll go over this uh, a little later on about how you have to think ahead with your finances and do things to save money. We have an incompetent president. That is obvious. There's no two sides to the story. People who don't understand that, that is their problem. We understand it, but there's nothing you can do. And this is a cycle of history. All Americans have gone through this. So at the end of Bush, the Younger's administration, the economy went into recession because of faulty real estate situations, okay? Throughout the 1980s, it was up and down and in and out. It's always been that way. Now we're down. Don't panic. Don't do anything that's going to hurt you in the future. I will guide you through this, which is why you listen and watch me. All right? I'm, I'm devoted to that. Okay. So wholesale prices up again, 10.8%, close to a record high. That means inflation will continue into the fall at a pretty robust rate. President Obama bringing the pain, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So it's all data. It's all stats. And if you have friends who still don't see it, then you can quote these stats if you want to, but it probably won't make any difference because, as always, people believe what they want to believe. So the producer price index is that is what the grocery store pays for food and the gas station pays for gasoline and the clothing store pays for garments. That is what the wholesale price index is. And then they tack on a little bit to make a profit. That's capitalism. Okay? So 10.8% for May is, is an outrageously high number. And it's because the Biden administration has lost complete control of the economy. It's like hurtling down a track with no brakes. Okay. So you add to that the stock market down about 21% since January. And that is... You know, people's retirements, people's education fund, people's uh, investments for a new home. It's painful. As I said yesterday, my portfolio is way down. All right. And what did I do? I bought a little bit of stock because I think that this high tech company is going to be uh, profitable in the future and it's low now. But it could go lower could go lower every day. Nobody knows. And the reason that the companies are selling off is because nobody thinks they're going to prosper under Joe Biden economically. Nobody. Now, the worst may be already in it. Because what the market does, stock market looks ahead. And they know that in November, Americans are going to go out and vote the Democrats out of office. Everyone knows that. I don't know anything other than a 9-11 attack that might change that. Okay. Then you have inflation, regular inflation, which I said is going to go up. 
all right, at 8.6, but there are other variables in there that make it double digits. So everybody is feeling the pain no matter where you live. Nobody is spared. And that's why the Democratic Party is finished in the short term. Because they're not admitting any of this. I'll tell you a Biden soundbite in a moment. That's just unbelievable. Okay, 70% of economists in the USA, according to the Financial Times and the University of Chicago, believe the USA is headed for a recession. Most of them say in 2023. I say before that. I think it'll be almost over by the first quarter of 2023. But I could be wrong. I'm not an economist. But I see what's happening. All right? I mean, I'm in business. I see book sales. I see uh, premium members for BillOReilly.com. I see all the swirl that's going around. And I go to restaurants, and I know I, I live in two relatively small towns on Long Island. I talk to all the merchants. I know what's going on. So the recession, almost here. The only thing that isn't like a traditional recession is employment, because there are jobs available. Now, will that be impacted? I don't know. So in the face of all this horrible news, Joe Biden travels to Philadelphia today to speak to the nation's biggest union. Okay? He leaves at 11 o'clock. He talks to the AFL-CIO. All right? And these are all Democrats in the unions. And here is Mr. Biden's solution to inflation and the economic malaise. Go. All I'm asking is for the largest corporations and the wealthiest Americans to begin to pay their fair share in taxes. I'm deadly earnest. Anybody out there think the tax system is fair? Raise your hand. That is just moronic. Now, the people are clapping because they're the workers and they want people like me to pay an enormous, I'm already paying an enormous amount of tax. And so are most affluent Americans. And corporate tax is among the highest in the world for developed countries. And this guy, Biden, he wants more. He wants to strangle the people who have assets and the corporations who are still researching and developing, still hiring, paying wages, to strangle that. That is just insane. The man does not know anything about economics. Now, the reason that Trump's economy was good coming off an Obama malaise was because Trump cut taxes across the board. And then money flowed into the American economy from all directions. And then Trump knocked out a lot of regulations that were inhibiting commerce, like the gas and oil companies. So Trump didn't believe in the global warming threat. So he allowed the drilling and the harvesting of energy, and therefore energy costs were way down. Now they're way up. 
because Biden is strangling them and wants to strangle all American corporations with higher taxes. As we reported yesterday, record high revenue going to Washington. It's not enough for Joe. It's not enough. He wants to give away more money. One of the reasons that inflation is so high is because of the COVID giveaways. Because the U.S. government had to print so much money to cover the checks that everybody got that the dollar basically went down in value. And therefore, it couldn't buy what it did under Trump. That's inflation. And, and you know, I gave you the 86 inflation rate. Now, that doesn't count shrinkflation, which is mean you get less in your package. Of course, nobody tells you that except me, all right, for cereal or any food. They're giving you less, but you're paying the same or more. That's inflation. Shrinkflation. They don't count that. So anyway, the more Biden speaks about anything, the more obvious it becomes that he doesn't know anything. He's a disaster. He's a danger to this country. And by the way, um, the January 6th thing, that's to divert attention away from the Biden disaster. And they canceled uh, their uh, Wednesday meeting, tomorrow's meeting. They canceled. Why? Because nobody cares except they hate Trumpers. That's all. Okay, let's uh, turn our attention to uh, President Biden's dishonesty. And again, he may not even know he's being dishonest, but that doesn't excuse him. So Biden's contention is that he is doing a great job on the economy because of the job growth. But what he has done is taken when the nation shut down completely from COVID in April of 2020. And that's his baseline to compare what it was like then to what it's like now. That's a huge ruse. And here's another one that I did not know about until John Stossel, you remember him, he's got his own website, very successful, johnstossel.com. He wrote a column that was in the New York Post and other places, and I want to read you one of the key paragraphs of the column. Quote, the president now brags that he cut the deficit. We're on track, he says, to have the biggest decline in a single year ever in American history. Is actually true, but utterly deceitful. Stossel joins us now from New York City. So this was a good pickup. I didn't even figure this out. And if you get something that I didn't figure out, that is really big. All right. So explain how it's what he's doing that's deceitful. It's only lower because he's spent so much and Trump spent so much the previous years. So, yeah, it's less. But so what? They spent a ton. And now it's a little bit back to normal. Okay, so the covid checks that went out to everybody that ignited inflation and Trump spending on the military and other matters brought the deficit way up. And now that the COVID and military spending has stopped, the deficit is coming down. Also, tax receipts to the government are at a record level, correct? Because the 
stock market has gone way up last year and all of this money is pouring in, won't pour in as much next year, and then the deficit will really explode. So this is a deceit by Biden. Now, let me ask you a question. As a seasoned journalist, a guy who's been around, do you think Biden knows? Do I think he knows? Anything about economics at all? No, he he just knows he wants to do good. He wants trains and he thinks if government spends on something, he likes it's an investment and it will return many folds. And a few will, but most don't. But do you think he understands economics, that he understands why inflation is now over 10 percent if you factor in shrinkflation and all Does he understand why? Is he capable of that kind of analysis? No, few politicians are. Few reporters are. I'm not fully smart about inflation. Few of us are. I know why we have inflation here. There's two reasons. The one, all the money went out. Government had to print more money. The value of the dollar goes down when the market is flooded with dollars. Number two, the fossil fuel industry was attacked by the federal government with regulations and restrictions, and that caused the price of worldwide oil to go up. And now we're all paying $5 plus at the pump. That's what happened. It's not that complicated when you strip it away. But you're never going to get an honest answer from either party on anything. They're going to do pettifogging, which is the word of the day today, right? They're just going to try to throw a bunch of gibberish at you, and people don't know. Boy, we must be old using words like pettifogging. But you're right. The Republicans are awful, too, because they once talked about saving the country by raising the retirement age because Medicare and Social Security are going broke. But you don't hear a peep from them about that anymore. Well, it's going to come fast. Um, Last word on Biden. You like him? You don't like him? You know, as a person, I like him much more than Trump, who is a selfish bully. But as a president, I'm scared. And he's being run by progressives who give it a chance, we'll do horrible damage to the economy. And Trump did a pretty good job managing the economy, did he not? In that department. Well, he stayed out of the way, largely. He was advised by good people. Yep. All right, John Stossel, everybody, go to johnstossel.com. We appreciate it, John. We'll see you soon. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout.
too. So let's go to uh, Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth. Uh, some Republicans in the Pennsylvania House have drawn up articles of impeachment against Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner. Okay, so Krasner was elected in 2017, re-elected in 21, despite the fact that Philadelphia crime is off the charts. All right, particularly murder and violent crime. So homicides have increased under Krasner's watch in the city of brotherly love, 78%. Yet the people in Philadelphia, mostly minority voters, put him back. But now the city is so dangerous that Harrisburg, the capital of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the Republicans there in the legislature want to impeach him. And they probably will, whether it... um, you know, becomes a boot out of office, probably not, but they're going to give him a hard time. Now, here's how Krasner replied. Go. They have no legal basis whatsoever. Even if they do not like what the Philadelphia District Attorney is doing in terms of, how shall I put it, they're having fewer people from Philly in their jails? Oh, my. You don't suppose there's an economic incentive there to have more people from Philly in their jails, even if they do not like it. Oh, that's right. They're putting criminals in jails for money. Sure. That's it, Larry. You got it. It's almost impossible to go to jail. You got to commit crimes six, seven times. Oh, that's right. They don't. They want to put all the black people in jail. Right? Yeah, that's it. Oh, God. In the meantime, people are dying because of that guy. Uh, George Soros behind him, 259000 bucks to uh, Pennsylvania Justice and Public Safety PAC, which bought ads for Larry Krasner. Way to go, George. You're a real patriot, buddy. Thousands of bodies because of you. Boom. All right, let's go to Florida. So uh, Governor DeSantis in a race there for re-election against uh, Charlie Crist. Uh, who's run, I think, 87 times for governor, and he's never really done it. Uh, anyway, DeSantis is raising a colossal amount of money. He's got $124 million, $124 million. And Chris has, uh, what has Chris got? Uh, 18 times less. Chris has got $10 million. No, he's got more than that. Um, a little more than 10 so DeSantis is going to walk in, but $124 million doesn't need it. He can be Chris with maybe, you know, $12 million. So what's the rest for to run for president? There's no doubt that if Trump does not run, uh, DeSantis will, because he'll win re-election uh, in November, and then he'll turn his attention to uh, 2024. Now, I do not believe, and I'm, some people disagree with me, that DeSantis will primary Donald Trump. I don't think he will because sit back. DeSantis is a young guy. Does he want to alienate 50% of the Republican Party, the MAGA people, by running against Trump? Because he'd have to attack Trump. If he did, have to attack him. Though I think DeSantis is saying, you know what? I'll spend four more years as governor of Florida. I'll let Trump do what Trump does. Won't go up against them because I can run again in four years and then Trump won't be around. Does that make sense to you? That's what's going to happen. Wild card, 
Trump gets the nomination, puts uh, DeSantis on the two. That means one of them would have to leave the state of Florida, but that's easy for either of them. DeSantis could move up to Georgia, just get an apartment there. Trump could move back to New York. Um, so that could happen. Will it happen? I asked Trump, you know, four or five times about DeSantis, and he's noncommittal. Okay, Sports Illustrated magazine. When I was a kid growing up, I read it. I had a subscription to it, okay? And it came every week. And I loved it because it was all about sports, and I love sports. I have mentioned before, I played four sports. I was always perspiring. I never stopped perspiring. I played football in the fall. Then when the football ended, I played basketball and ice hockey. You can do that. I was a much better ice hockey player than basketball because Irish guys can't jump. Um, then in the spring, I played baseball. In the spring and the summer, and then segue into football. So I love Sports Illustrated. Well, now it's turned into a left-wing magazine, and it's paying a price. Okay? So it only comes out once a month now. And uh, the only reason anybody pays attention to it is a swimsuit edition. So there is a Supreme Court case that is fascinating, and it began yesterday, arguments. It is a case of a football coach in Bremerton, uh, Washington, against the school district. Man's name is Joseph Kennedy, all right? And he was let go by a, a public school in Bremerton, Bremerton High, where he was the football coach, because after the game, he prayed. So the coach prayed, and some of his players joined him. So that's why he was booted. Now, the Supreme Court will decide whether Bremerton's uh, freedom of religion was violated. I don't know how they'll rule. But I do know that Sports Illustrated is against Kennedy. Okay? He's against Kennedy. And uh, put up on a screen, this is what uh, they wrote, which is pretty outrageous, I have to say. Okay, so, quote, He's a human embodiment of a country that's deeply divided, a religious movement that's surging with momentum, even as organized religion becomes increasingly less popular and, most of all, powerful right-wing machine, many say is employing a timeless division tactic, us versus them, or morphed a man's unremarkable existence into an extraordinary one and imbued Kennedy with elusive, far-reaching purpose, unquote. So there, uh, and there's more. He's no longer just a man. He's now a symbol for what his supporters term religious freedom. To them, he's a hero, David slaying an anti-faith Goliath. To others, he's a sledgehammer aimed at a bedrock of democracy, the separation of church and state. It was written by a guy named Greg Bishop, who has no blanket idea what the Constitution says about the separation of church and state. It doesn't say anything about it. Okay, that term separation of church and state is not in the Constitution. This guy doesn't know. Sports Illustrated doesn't know. And by the way, the article is against Kennedy. It's a screed against the man, who obviously is a man of faith and I believe sincere. But anyway, church and state comes down like this. The federal government cannot tell you how to believe in faith matters. And it cannot order you to be in any religion. Okay, so the federal government can't tell you what to believe, and it cannot promote religion. Can't. But that doesn't mean you can't pray in public. There's no separation there. 
I'd be surprised if the Supreme Court doesn't rule in Kennedy's favor. But anyway, Sports Illustrated is now, like ESPN, has morphed sports into progressive politics. And like ESPN, it is suffering because of it. Let's go down to border. Uh, the CB, the Border Patrol stats have not been released for May, but Breitbart News reports 10,000 more people encountered Border Patrol in May than in April. And the numbers uh, are so far this year about 235,000 migrants, 31% increase from last year. You know the open border policies on the part of Biden. He never talks about it. He never explains it. He just wants everybody to come here. He'll pay for their plane ride anywhere in the USA. It is insane, just like his economics. So, but here's the kicker. The CDC now says to avoid Mexico. United States citizens should not go to Mexico. Why? Because it is a COVID hotspot. So there are seven countries that the CDC and the State Department said, don't go there. Ready? New Caledonia. That's an island in the South Pacific. I don't know anybody who's going there. United Arab Emirates. Guyana. Mongolia. Nin- Namibia, which is in Africa, St. Kitts and Nevis in the Caribbean, and Mexico. Yet, the Biden administration thought, come on, come on in, even though it's on the COVID list. You can't make it up. You cannot make it up. I have never in my lifetime, and I lived through Jimmy Carter, and I lived through Watergate. I have never seen anything close to the incompetence of the Biden administration. Now, you may despise Barack Obama, but he ran the government. All right, he, he was in charge. We didn't have this. All right, in D.C., Mayor Muriel Bowser, I will remind you, did not ask for the National Guard on January 6th and easily could have, did not, chose not to, along with Nancy Pelosi, as a 51st star to the American flag because today is Flag Day. So Bowser had some flags made up with 51 stars instead of 50 to send the message that D.C. should be a state, which is insane. It goes against the Constitution because in the Constitution, it says Washington, D.C. is a federal jurisdiction, not a state. So it'll never happen. But the reason that Bowser wants it to happen is that the Democrats get two more senators. So so corrupt. So corrupt. Okay, cancel culture. YouGov took a poll, 1,000 American adults. Democrats 31, Republicans 28, Independents 41. Okay, fair poll, sampling. And the question was, do you believe that each of the following historical figures should or should not have statues and memorials of them in public places? All right, let's put it up. George Washington should be memorialized in public, 71, should not, 12, not sure, 12, don't know enough about George, five. (laughs) Second, Abraham Lincoln, should be memorialized in public, 77, should not, nine, not sure, nine, don't know, five, same as George. Thomas Jefferson, should be uh, memorialized in public, 64, should not, 13, Not sure, 16, 
don't know about, enough about him, seven. Now, Jefferson was a slave owner, as was George Washington, but Jefferson was far more uh, um, involved with the slave trade, not the trade, he wasn't buying and selling, but he was running a plantation uh, in Southern Virginia and slaves were his lifeblood. Washington inherited most of the slaves from his wife. He wasn't really involved with it that much. Andrew Jackson, now this is a Native American play because Jackson was very tough on Native Americans. If you read Killing Crazy Horse, you know that. So should be memorialized, 45, should not 24, not sure 20, don't know enough, 10. Robert E. Lee, all right, should 39, should not 31, not sure 17, don't know, 13. Finally, Martin Luther King, should 77, should not 10, not sure, nine, don't know, five. So very interesting poll there. But most Americans don't want their historical figures to be banished by the woke cancel culture crowd. Okay, this day in history, June 14th, 1982, the Argentines surrendered. Uh, did they surrender? Yes, June 14th, 1982. The Falklands War came to an end. Now, why should you care? I care. Uh, you know, it was 40 years ago, little effect, because I covered that war. That's why I'm telling you this, all right? But it's fascinating. So you may remember that the Falkland Islands are a windswept place out in the middle of nowhere, 300 miles off the coast of Argentina. Britain has owned and operated those islands since 1790 in that range. Okay, but the Argentines say it's our territory and they call them the Malvinas, not the Falklands. So there was a military dictatorship in Argentina um, in the 1980s and late 70s, and it was doing very poorly and people hated the government. So they started a war. Argentina started a war against Margaret Thatcher and uh, Great Britain. Thatcher sent an armada of planes down and ships and infantry, and there was a shootout. 255 British soldiers were killed. 649 Argentine soldiers died, and Great Britain kicked their butt. Now, the British lost five warships, one of them the HMS Sheffield, was hit by an Exocet missile. I covered the wounded coming off that in Montevideo, Uruguay, and it was horrible, harrowing. Some of these sailors burnt head to toe. But after the Argentines surrendered, the people of Buenos Aires, the capital, rioted in the streets. And your humble correspondent was right in the middle of it. More than 10,000 people gathered in front of the presidential palace tonight, a full 30 minutes before President Leopoldo Galtieri's scheduled outdoor address. The mood was bitter. Anti-British and American signs were hoisted, but most of the insults were directed toward Galtieri's government for surrendering on the Falklands. Police were pelted with coins. And some journalists behind the lines were hurt.
Then, suddenly, the police struck back, firing tear gas and rushing the crowd. There were many arrests, but still some in the crowd would not leave. Fires started up and groups reformed, continuing to denounce the military regime. That was my report for CBS News. Afterward, we learned that the uh, Argentine police and military fired live rounds into the crowd. Uh, that was the most harrowing journalist experience I ever had because my cameraman was knocked down, got a concussion, was bleeding from the ear. Um, I write about it in my first book, Those Who Trespass, a novel. And if you want to know more, that's where it is. But 40 years ago today, the Argentines surrendered to the British, who still run the Falkland Islands today. And I thought you would like to see that report. By the way, I was attacked uh, for doing that report by the far left um, who made insane accusations. I have, didn't even take them seriously at the time, but he got some ink. All right, we got a good mail segment, and then we have a final thought. I did get to see a maverick, all right? Tom Cruise. I got to see it. I'll tell you what I thought. Coming on up. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. All right, let's get to the mail. Uh, I'm going to withhold the name in town here. I usually don't do that, but Georgia writes to me, uh, Bill, why did you not mention 2,000 mules with Bernie Goldberg? You just ignore the evidence which you mentioned in previous broadcasts. Georgia, number one, we had Dinesh D'Souza on this broadcast on March 31st. If you missed it, go back and watch it. 2,000 mules is evidence, but it's not verifiable fact. You understand that? So 
what Mr. D'Souza put up is a point of view movie. The point of view is the election, the presidential election of 2020 was a fraud. But none of the things inside the documentary have been verified in a court of law, which is what it would take to prove what Dinesh put out there. You'd have to be cross-examined. You would have to present the audio, the evidence that you have to a court, and the court would rule whether the evidence was valid or not. Do you understand, Georgia? Do you understand? A point-of-view documentary is not a fact. Now, I, the conversation I had with Dinesh, and it is a very interesting doc that he put together, is are you going to present this to any court in the United States for action? And he did not have an answer to that. I hope they do. I'd like to see it adjudicated. It is very difficult for Americans, including Georgia, to understand what is fact and what is not. You have to establish facts. And the only way that can be done in an election is in court, where there are sworn testimony and evidence presented and cross-examination of the evidence. Samuel Blevins, Bristol, Virginia. Bernie Goldberg is always just like Trump. No one is surprised by what he said. Everything comes down on this issue, depending on your opinion of Trump. Absolutely. I, I agree with everything you wrote there. Tom Spurlock, Yorba Linda, California. Schumer and Pelosi endorsed the White House being at risk simply by refusing to have security beefed up for the occasion after being warned by multiple sources within the government. The, that fact would be part of any normal trial, but it is swept under the rug by the January 6th committee. Absolutely right. In fact, this idiot uh, who runs Polifact, you know, this is a PolitiFact or whatever they call it. This guy ignore, he says, oh, this, this isn't true, that Pelosi and, and Schumer were warned about possible violence. Well, we have sworn testimony by the acting defense secretary, okay, that he told them, told everybody, and that he warned the Pentagon at Trump's request. This is sworn testimony. And PolitiFact or whatever it is. You know, you see, you can't get the truth, except for me. Jenny Meyer, Elko, Nevada. I was not surprised that Pelosi, Schumer, and Bowser could have done something to mitigate the events on January 6th and chose to do nothing. The violence and mayhem played right into their hands. It's a valid point. It's a valid point. Elaine. Trump has very few friends when it comes to January 6th. The only comment I have is that he should have acted sooner. I agree. Connie Sismonk, Mystic, Connecticut. I am under the impression that individual states legislate gun laws. How would federalizing gun laws coexist with state gun laws? Connie, federal law overrides state law. All right, so yeah, there are state laws, but... If the feds say we are going to prosecute all gun crimes, well, the states have to cede to that. Now, the loons shooting children and shooting people in grocery stores, 
That makes up 2.6% of gun homicides. 2.6%. All the rest is criminal. Do, you know? I don't know what I have to do. Barbara Manning, Galen, uh, Michigan, we turn to you, O'Reilly, for the truth as premium members. I've seen many of your proposals for bills in Congress with the aftermath of the gun violence and demonstrations against the Supreme Court justices. The issue I see is not necessarily new laws, but enforcement of laws. No, you're never going to get enforcement of laws. And you can't force progressive DAs to enforce the law unless you remove them as the guy in San Francisco was removed. But the feds taking all that away from the locals, yeah, then you'll get something done. Cindy Barbarino, Charlotte, North Carolina, just want to express my sincere thanks for all you do for the country, Bill. Your heart, mind, and abilities are evident, and you drive to find the truth, good or bad, or indifferent. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I think most of uh, people who watch and listen to us uh, understand what we're doing here, and I hope you respect it. And on that note, Father's Day, one of the best gifts ever is concierge or premium membership to BillOReilly.com. We get that to you in an instant. In an instant. Okay? You'll have it. And you get free book, killers or whatever else you want. That's the best. And if you buy Killing the Killers, number one book in the country from us, we'll give you a free copy of Killing the Mob. Two books. And that will help a little bit in the family expenses. If you order from Amazon, you got to do it today or tomorrow to get in time for um, Father's Day. We can get you the book up till I think tomorrow, but we got to move it. If you want to get dad a great gift that he'll love. Uh, word of the day, no petty fogging. P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-I-N-G. No petty fogging. Back with my review of Top Gun Maverick in a moment. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so I saw the Top Gun Maverick because everybody that I know saw it. And it has grossed uh, over $400 million. It probably will gross a million all over the world. Um, huge hit. Followed up from the first one in 1986, Tom Cruise. Okay. So it was the best edited film I have ever seen. And people don't appreciate editing. But I do because I'm a technical, I've been in this business a long time. That movie I have never seen editing like that in my life. And if that guy or gal or whoever did it doesn't want an Oscar, well, you know what it is. Boy, was that good. And that moved that movie along like this. Boom, boom, boom. The action scene's unbelievable. Now, could it have happened? No. No. 
And Tom Cruise, Tom, I got I, this is just for you, you and me, okay? So the hair dye, Tom, you're almost 60. You don't need the hair dye, okay? Grow old gracefully. You know, they don't do a lot of close-ups on him because he did have some face work, and I don't mind that. Movie stars have got to do that. But the hair dye, I kept going, why is he doing this? But he was good, and the cast was good. I recommend the film. You'll like the movie. Um, and the one thing is they didn't name the country that they went in and waxed because they wanted to, they didn't want, it was Iran, obviously, but they didn't want to say it because they want to do business in the Middle East. Okay, that is it for the No Spin News. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you tomorrow.